Hi. Hey, hey Sue. Yes. I can hear you. Valerie just texted me, Michael Dorn is on Castle, so we know where she is. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, might not beat Ada Baldwin, though. That was good. Yeah, we, uh, we started Firefly, obviously, so. Go back to the Sue, your thing was very nice. We listened to, like, the very beginning and the very end, and... <laughs> Bobo. Hello? Bob? I'm back. Okay. How you feeling, Danielle? Oh, pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Bob, are you back? Not yet. Apparently not. No problem. So Scott said he couldn't come? I didn't see that, did he? I don't know. You ejected him from the conversation, he, so I was he, curious. He wasn't there when we were calling, so I just oh, didn't want to... He's, he's here. He's here? Okay, let me get him back. Hey, well, let me ask him. Yep, ask him more. And do you know that Picasso wants you to call? I oh, wanted to check and that. make sure that we had time, because I just saw that this morning, but I don't know when she's around, or so maybe if you can try and grab her... <laughs> we'll see. Keza. Oh, wait, that's not Skype. That won't work. I said, Keza, are you around? And it changed it to K-A. All I know is I was able to run a successful live stream about two days ago where everything functioned the entire time. <laughs> Boom! Mic <laughs> drop. Except Sue. Well, that's a given. No offense. stream. Love you too. Well, you literally have never seen I'm sorry. like Sue. I love before. you too, but it's like you can't run a YouTube video. <laughs> what makes like, I, I don't know why I thought for a second you thought you'd be able to run Skype and stream a live video. I'm actually surprised you can run Skype based on what I've seen. Yeah, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, now you, don't uh, be bad mouthing it. It'll uh, go away, and then we will have trouble tonight. That's what I'm saying. Scott is answering me, so hang on just a minute, and I will let you know. Okay. Or not. Where'd it go? Oh, yay. Hi, Cat. Did you come in? He never comes to see me except when I podcast. It's so weird. <laughs> Do we want to chat about anything before we go, or because we're still not? Not that I'm aware of. Why don't we just go and see what's up? Other than, hey, Scott, how's it going? Hi. Hello. I have no particular secret things to talk about. <laughs> I can talk about um, the weather. Actually, are we, we're not live yet, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what's going on in the world of Jen? Anything I haven't I talked to her really in the last week about anything, so okay. I was just curious. Yeah, nothing really. She she stayed up all night long and and wrote a document for Ryan and Danielle. She and did. It was actually haven't heard anything since. She was up until um, two o'clock in the morning the night that we told her about Olaf. Um, she was up until two in the morning and made me a seventy-five page PowerPoint presentation on babies. Wow. This obviously needs to be cut out too. Wait, yes, uh, with links. <laughs> well, no, but this comes out. By the time this comes out, this this one's out. fine. But it's got links. It's got pictures. It's got yeah. recommendations, reviews. And my favorite thing is like there was one page which is on like um, it's just the way she writes it because sometimes some things she's very blunt and some things she you can tell she like blushes when she says them. She put a thing on about like the pads you're supposed to wear after you have a baby. She's like for womanly. What would she say? It was like womanly dealings. Womanly dealings. <laughs> like it, it was in like air quotes. It was like oh god. So <laughs> that's basically Jen. So this is um, for Danielle's eyes only. It's gonna be fun, kids. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I I bought Olaf uh, books the other day. I I was ordering Scholastic books, and I was like, Aww. "Ooh, I get to get books." I love how she says the name. It's like Roof. Oh, I know Olaf. 
Olaf. It just comes from my, my Frozen obsession. Because I have never seen Frozen, so ah! I don't know how to, how to say it. What? You have to see that movie. Let it go. I laugh. You know, I made, <laughs> I made fun of it with the rest of everyone. Like, when we last went to Disney World, I hadn't seen the movie yet. And I was like, oh, look at all these little girls dressed up. Oh, whatever. And I thought it was ridiculous. And then I watched the movie, and I became obsessed with it. <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, as Disney movies go, it's, it's a good one. Well, it makes fun of Disney movies. so It kind of does like actually make fun of typical... It's like you're going to marry someone you just met. Are you insane? Yeah. Well, really, in Cinderella, that's <laughs> so, not done very well. She got a nice castle. Yeah. So, do we want any responses in the Puvuanian chat? The Puvuanian chat. So, why don't we just start the live stream? And I don't think it's going to really matter if we talk about it because there's some Kishbang or not. Right. So, let me. um, I'll just try and go from there. So, we're welcoming the uh, the live stream, which isn't there. And I'm actually um, I'm forgetting to hit the record button tonight, unfortunately. So, if you're if you're not listening, the uh, the Ustream record button. Oh. Not the actual live button. So, we've been talking for no apparent reason. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's recording. But talk for no reason at all. But for the people who show up late, unfortunately, they're not going to hear any Olaf related conversations. So, uh, we watched a movie tonight. So we're, yes. we're actually prepared for tonight's podcast. You watched the movie tonight. tonight. We watched the well, movie. T- well, we've I've seen, seen it, many, it times. many times. So for me, it was really just a refresher. You know? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched it yesterday. I watched it yesterday as well. During lunch. I watched it last night. I I watched my NCIS and then realized the second NCIS was a rerun, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to go and, and play on the computer." And I, and I got about five feet away from mom, and I went. Crap, I'm supposed to watch a movie tonight. <laughs> so well, I had to come over and... I have to say, too, usually we try and do things as like a Hufflepuff democracy on, on mm. Point of View Weekly, and it never really works well, because we're either well, all too people, nice or we're all... Are like, I don't know what to do. We're all indecisive or something. Yeah. Hufflepuffs, thank you very much. So well, we are. Well, then there's Danielle, there's the Gryffindor over here. So this week, we're all... T- we usually try and, like... We try and, like, bring up, you know, like, what you want to talk about, like, on Friday, you know, the week before, so we have the weekend and everything. Well, this week, it's, like, Monday, getting into late Monday. We're podcasting on Wednesday. And I'm like, well, what movie do you want to do? And Sue's like, how about Kinky Boots? I'm like, well, all right, Danielle, I know we'll love it. I'm fine with it. You, let's just check with Bob. Sue's like, I'm just posting that we're watching it. Right. We're watching Kinky Boots. And I felt like it was the episode of, like, you know, of All in the Family, where Edith was going through menopause and said, damn it, at the kitchen table. I'm like, did she really just do that? And I'm like, that like, well, Sue is the producer. She's producing. Yep. That is what we asked yeah. her to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it caught us because you had said something, Ryan. You had yeah. sent me something that said something like, I'm going to be really busy. I'm really busy this morning, so I can't post anything. And we need to let the, the community know soon, like this morning, what's going to happen. And right. I'm like, well, okay, you guys figure it out and then post. And then I reread what you said. And I was like, I think what he's saying to me is he doesn't have time to post, so somebody needs to post something now. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine. I'll post something now, and I'll send Bob a message that says, hey, if you don't like this idea, go change my post 
or yeah. comment on it and change it and we'll yeah. go from there. So I wasn't trying to take Well, I, for, a se- for a second, I'm like, Sue's taking over. Then I'm like, would that really be so bad? Because we're all just sitting here and like this. And it, and it well, I was off. like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. But I mean, I, you know, I'm always biased. So, so, like, so actually, I love that movie. It actually worked out very well. And then when the um, when the whole thing went down, I'm, I'm like, you know, because you remember last time we got a little defensive because we, we watched The Way and Bob didn't like, you know, like the clothing choice in Act 3 or whatever, and we almost lynched him. Remember that? So this is... Wait, one, what? No. Remember, you you know, you you thought they didn't... They, you thought it was the Hurley factor from Lost. You thought they didn't lose sufficient weight. Oh, yeah. Him. How basically they, right. they watched across Europe and didn't lose... Right, 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 right. Well, yeah. Danielle was ready to snipe you from like... No, I was before, not. Oh, you, you, were, you were very aggravated. So this time... So this time... She loves kinky boots, and Bob's like, so I watched the movie, and she's like, I am hormonal. This is not going to go well. He better like this movie. I'm like, I'm like, Bob, measure your words. Measure your words. And he loved the movie. So no, I, re- I, re- I retracted what I said right away. I was like, no, well, no, he, he can like it or not like it, but. Yes. Yeah. Very big in thoughts. When but, we know, all like the same thing, it doesn't make such a great discussion. Exactly. Go any further. Keza is picking up headphones and is actually now around if we want to. Join well, why don't we shoot the shit with Keza? We'll we'll have Keza in for that segment. And unless she's seeing kinky boots, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna really have that much going on. At all. Yeah. But um, and the other thing with Keza is she's been posting pictures of herself yeah. in a sling. I know she broke her arm. Broke her so arm. we have we have a little puffwa moment going on here. So why don't we add Keza to the chat? Oh, and we have some news for Keza as well. So we may have to accidentally fall on the. Um, for- no, we Damn. gotta do that again. We could we keep interrupting. The- it can wait for the Facebook. Yeah. She says she's here. She thinks. She's not in the chats. So let me find her. On well, she's here. on Skype now, so you can. Add, you want me to add her? I can nope, I got her. I, I, uh, I think this is her. This is Everybody went quiet. Is oh. any is anyone on the line actually in the chat right now? Um, yeah. I was just a moment ago. Yeah. Why? There's nothing happening in it, but uh, no. I'm there. sorry, not the chat. It says we have a viewer. I'm just curious. Oh, if on Ustream, you mean? No, yeah, I'm, not I'm, looking I'm curious if anyone was on Ustream. It could be Keza. Who knows? <laughs> Keza, hello. hello. We all use the shower to wash ourselves. <laughs> there was actually a story today that said that uh, there's a town in Massachusetts called Northbridge, and apparently their police department has been in the news because they're getting a lot of calls from Northbridge, Australia. Apparently there's something, I don't know what what the deal is, if it's intentional or if lines are being crossed somehow, but they're getting a lot of calls. I'm like, I actually have an Australian friend. I should have her call. Because yeah. now they're getting hazed by people who think they have Australian accents who, in fact, do not. Uh, now, is Keza, do we think, listening right now, thinking she's being heard? Does, is she trying to do this? Know. Is this like one-handed Keza trying to set up for a podcast? <laughs> Which is also She possible. said, I'm here, I think. So, I uh-oh. Think. All right, so we're going to wait I for, think. why don't we wait for, um, for, for Keza to chime in here. Scott, how's the play going, buddy? It's going well. Last weekend was quite nice. It was a good group of, um, Audiences. I think the Friday was probably our best one, but uh, it was good. And then on Saturday after the show, we all, well, most of us went out to a restaurant just to have a, some appetizers and hang out for a bit. So that mm. was kind of fun. Have you had any of those in awkward pause, then what's my line moments? Um, there have been a few. I haven't done that personally very often. I, and luckily, he sort of um, tends to speechify a bit. So mm-hmm. if I can... 
you know, vamp slightly and then figure out what the next bit is. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever have, like, a moment where you, like, zone out and all of a sudden you zone in and everyone's just staring at you and you forget what the hell scene you're in and, like, does that So happen? far, no. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, that hasn't happened. Um, the one lady who's playing uh, Mrs. Ariadne Oliver, who's Agatha Christie's self-insert character, basically, um, has was having some trouble remembering all of her lines because she has probably the second most in the play. So we ended up... Uh, um, one of the girls who's just in one scene has a script off stage and a little microphone, and uh, Mrs. Oliver has an earpiece. So um, if she needs prompting, she can get prompting. That makes sense. I just remember when I was in high school, we had the Black Box Theater production of Lord of the Rings, and for those house caught on fire. <laughs> did you do Lord of the Rings or just do The Hobbit? No, I'm sorry, The Hobbit. So it was Bilbo's house caught on fire. Mm. And because um, they had that little special, it was a cardboard house and they had the special effect when like a sign appeared because Gandalf did something and all of a sudden the house caught fire. So the physics teacher was deshingling the roof from the audience trying to put the fire out. Yeah. And there's a line where Bilbo comes out and there's like 50 dwarfs or hobbits or whatever standing there and he's like, what's all this? And he comes out and his house is on fire and there's people with fire extinguishers. He's like, what's all this? <laughs> it, it worked within the context. You know of what? Um, you didn't let Bob start the show. I know. I was doing that. To well, say- that's because we're trying to get Keza. Keza can hear us, but we're not able to hear her. Uh-huh. I'm working on that. All right, so we're going to work on that one. her back right now. All right, now is... is, and then, is Sue, did you actually call Scott earlier? Yes. I okay. Just, it joined to call. I did not remember doing it, and I realized at one point Scott was here, and I thought I was losing my mind. That was the only reason I was asking. Yeah. Sue added me to the group chat, and I said, join call, and just popped in on my own. Ah, there you go. Okay. So Keza is attempting to make it work. Let me uh, have now, call you. Now, is Bob present? No. Where, where did Bob go? He ran away. He ran away? Why did he do that? I don't know. I okay. think he was like, oh, well, let's see. Um... Is he coming back? <laughs> he said he would be back momentarily. All right. So, so hopefully here. he's coming back. Um, I don't know what to do with Kesa. You try calling her, adding her to the call, Ryan. Maybe that will work. I doubt it. I added her to the call twice, and it doesn't add her at all, so I don't know what's going on. All right, so it's ringing for Kesa. Hopefully, we'll get Kesa in. We can call her, but it's very expensive. Mm. I mean, the electric rates alone are astronomical so much. Yeah. Uh She's saying in the the main Puva chat that uh, she's suspecting her headphones have been compromised, so. Now, does compromise mean the cat got to it, or does it mean, like, it was one of the teens? We don't know. Do we have ETA on Bob yet? Remember him? Remember Bobo? I don't know where he went. Um, He's trapped in the well. Is it like, did Obama call again? um, He said, I've gone AFK. By the way, I'll be back shortly. Shortly? Oh, my. So that could mean anything. That's not like, oh, I, I farted. I need to open a window. That's like, I'll see you by, like, 1130 shortly. All right, well. <laughs> All right, so Kezda, we're still working on. Unfortunately, we can't get a line through the Australia. I feel, like, compelled. Australia's not working. I feel compelled to start the show cause just, just to see if I can because Bob's not here. We really don't have a command structure. He's coming. Oh, damn it. He's coming. <laughs> Tell Ryan, no, he's not allowed to start the show. Uh, Where is Bob that he can hear me but can't speak? Um, so what did... I, he's, he's around. He's probably got he's his microphone. He's around. He's, he's around. He just killed him. He's hanging. What is he, like, making an omelet? Like, what happened? Maybe. He might be hungry. I don't know. This is very funny. But, um, I'm so a, what's happening with Kessa? Did I you have, try calling her? I did, and she's saying she disconnected the call, and it's still... You can't see me. 
Well, we can't see you, Keza, because it's, it's an audio medium, but we also can't hear you. <laughs> so we're, we're going to try, Keza. Oh, no, it's, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's at least... Oh, Keza, I see a little Harry, he's like a Lego, and I see Jingy. She has a, a very large crotch. Uh, she too appears to be a Lego. <sighs> and Harry's holding a stick. It could be a broom. I can't tell from this picture. Clap if you can hear me, Keza. <laughs> Bob, Bob. He says two to three minutes. <laughs> he seriously is cooking like some type of meal. Like, this is a mess. It's of like peel back to uncover potatoes. We Michael haven't started the high. show yet. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota. It's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bogo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, my I can't cook. I, can't. I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning right, dinner. What? No. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing Bob I'm so there? sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season 2A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it oatmo. Wake up and smell the oatmo. Oh, smell the oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Pugwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Live, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was so darn cute, but it was Jen, what are you doing? I had a splinter in my fist and I was looking for my tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I was expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I'm drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. Ooh, Ooh this would be a fun party. Do you only get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not I do. even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got, I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They start with N? Yeah. Good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray just says, nope, sorry, Bob. Dang it, Ray. thought you'd have my back. Doesn't have the front. <laughs> it's fracking cold here. I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now, how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down. Oh, He's slowing down. 
You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People had no interest in being my friend. Really? I mean, you can see person. out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the McGorgasm thing that Bobby said one time. The That's hilarious. It's harder to say than they are. That's wicked funny. It's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get working on that right after the McGangbang. O-M-E, Bob is a poop man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not morning show, part of the Polyrific Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me is the ragtag <laughs> group of whatever the hell Bob says at this point. I can't remember. The table of awesome. The table of awesome. <laughs> and I'm here with my best friend in the world, Keza. Hey. Keza. Hey, uh, did I hear Keza? No, that was me. That was Jenny. Uh, man. <laughs> that was, still can't hear anything. That was me being like, hey. Hello. Uh, Danielle, how are you today? I'm doing good. How's it going with you? Oh, it's, it, it's, it's going well. We just had dinner I'm together. I'm confused. So what's really, going on here? I feel I like I, I, we've spent the entire evening together. Have you been having a nice day? Yeah, we got to watch one of my favorite movies. We did, and it's windy outside. There's stuff yeah. this shit hitting the house. That's, windy. We'll get back to that in a bit. Scott? Well, that's exciting. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Bob says, God damn it, Ryan. All right. Keza is very ha- very sad and her arm hurts. Now, do we know if Keza can hear me? Keza, type if you can hear me at least. Maybe we can we can do something. She's, she's typing. Let's see. What One-handed. Happens. Take your time, Keza. It's, it's a long <laughs> time. She You're says yes, she putts. can hear us. You punch. You went to make an omelet in the middle of a podcast. No, I had to take care of something. There's something. All right. Anyway. All right. So, are we are we are we done with this whole? No, this is an actual thing. The podcast has begun. The the no, train is in motion. Yo, yes, it has. Oh no, it has. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, it has. Whoa. Who wants to hear a, a whole podcast of Ryan saying, "Oh yes, it has." Oh yeah. No, I'm sorry, Keza. I just want to say that I'm sorry that you broke your arm and fell down. I was going to ask how you did it, but I do know that uh, that was something about falling down. So, Keza, I'm trying to think back seven years to when Mike had the same problem, when he couldn't be heard. <laughs> God, was- I, th- I think it was like the audio... He could hear us, but we could hear him. This you know- is like... Oh, Sue's here. I like Sue. And Ryan's like, it's a good thing he likes you and doesn't hate you. Keza, that would have been really awkward. Keza, are you able to knock out a table leg? Because I feel like that was helpful. Well, I, I would suggest falling down, but that's, that would be funny because you have a broken arm. Um, so if, 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 if you, it was a Puffwanian fall. No, we need, we need someone to play Keza. Do we have anyone who can just read Keza's lines? Like, I don't know. Do we have an actor? In the group? I don't think we have any actors who could do an Australian accent. You could do a British accent. That's kind of That's the same thing. That's not the same. It's similar-ish. <laughs> you I hear it I and you think, think to yourself, I don't think Keza was that British? Keza, agree to that. <laughs> Poor Keza. So, Whatever I'm the sorry, microphone Ryan, part of her headphones I, I, are is apparently not working. Keza agrees. Keza agrees. You said. All right, Scott, you are playing the part of Scott and Keza this evening. Now, then. For Keza, if you could try and do like kind of like a hello, like that kind of, you know, what I'm talking yeah, about. She there. says it's too hard to type and it's uh-huh. too slow. Well, I'm not. Hello. Yes, she's got her hello there. 
<laughs> just you know, because if you want to like do it with your nose, whatever, whatever is helpful for you. But I'm gonna let Bob talk now because I can tell he's getting irritated because he's getting a little frustrated. He's getting a little frustrated. Just a little frustrated, oh, oh. all actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I starting the show? Or the show is poor, started. Or you... Is that a poor, pathetic excuse of the intro? What we're actually going to be using? That's what we're going to be using. Right, that's what we're going to be using. You need to acknowledge Scott again because I interrupted you. Scott slash Keza. How is life? Well, my life is going fairly well, apart from the fact that I got snowed on on the way home. Huh. Because apparently. In Canada, we like to snow at the end of April. Keza's life is not going so great because she fell and has now broken her arm and is in a cast, which is very sad. With an Australian accent, she did all of those oh, things. Oh, you're supposed to be doing that in Australia. Yes, I'm, I'm, so I'm so somewhat disappointed. She doesn't oh, have no a cast. cast. There you go. You don't have a cast? Is that like an Australian thing, or do you just not need one? It must not be too bad of a break. Then. You're That's making good. her type one-handed. She has this, Well, we're running out of mediums. Can we, like, oh, here's the thing. Keza, do you have a video camera? You can just, like, wave to us. And we can, like, read what you're trying no, to do. No, we can't, that do, we can't, really well we can't do video. Oh, yeah, it does. So, Keza, poor Keza, she really should be on the podcast tonight because she has good drugs. Can't wave bastards is what yeah. Keza just wrote to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love this woman. I love this woman. I really do. <laughs> All right. So, um, so, so we've weighed in from Scott, and, and we've 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 gotten Danielle in. Now, my best other best best friend, Bobo. I was going to wonder if you actually can consider me a part of the introduction because we don't normally ask me how I'm doing. Well, how well, are you, you doing? Well, you usually tell us. How are you doing, Bob? I care. I'm doing all right. Today is my day off, so I've been kind of enjoying, relaxing, getting things done. My phone finally broke, so I got a brand new phone that's gigantic. Oh, yeah. It feels like I'm significantly compensating for something. <laughs> Bobo, Bobo got the 6 Plus. It comes with a I cart. got the 6 Plus. Like, literally, it's kind of funny. Like, I usually hold it from the bottom, so if I need to, like, get something at the top, I, like, literally climb the phone with my hands. Yeah. So it's... it's and people keep on telling me to use the double tap for the home to, like, get things to go right. down, but yeah. I'm like, no... I can do this. Mm-hmm. It's like it's exercise. It's like reaching up. For yeah, it. exactly. It's hander size. Hander size. I think you should. I think you should get the watch with that because that screen's like an inch long, and the other one's like twenty-seven inches, and it would just look comical one next to, to the other. Yeah. Well, that was like when Richard got the i the iMac, and he got the the really really big yeah, he one. Got, but then he got and Richard. Good. And Richard's a big guy. He's like six foot. 12 or whatever, he's he's big guy. He got the iMac. He's like, yeah, he's like, this thing is comically large. Like, if my condo building catches fire, I have to carry this thing down the stairs. No, no, no. So he was very... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reminds me was- of uh, the guy who um, ran our broadcasting college, mm-hmm. posted a thing on Facebook today. It's a, it's a lineup of phones from, like, the 90s to now, and it says, we wanted them smaller until they could show selfies. Then we wanted them bigger again. Yes. <laughs> Well, I was was on the phone earlier, like I took one of my first phone calls on the phone and I was in a room with a mirror in it and I looked in the mirror and I was like, crap, this looks like an 80s phone. Like literally like how big they are. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. big like shoebox phones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like what it looked like. And I was like, wow. We should just call you Zach Morris. Totally. I, yeah. You really need the ones with the antennas that come out. Well, yeah, then he's had the big antenna. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I was reading an article the other day, and it was like, does Rolex have a lot to fear because like Google's bringing Google glasses, and now you have you know the Apple bringing the the watch back and everything, and it's like for like an entire generation, kids never wore watches because they had their phone, and now it's like, oh no, now you're gonna have a watch again, and they're like, this is so cool, it's like you wear it on your wrist, and like they invented the damn thing, it's like, <laughs> mm. uh, no. Apple taking credit for the watch. Yes, I like my watch. I need it for work, and it has Mickey Mouse on it. Oh. Nice. Well, it's funny, like, one of the things I, I mean, not that I should ever admit to this where it could be recorded and that's <laughs> back for work, but I'm not going to lie, like, sometimes, like, you know, I'll, I'll sneak a look at my my cell phone, like, if, like, someone's messaged me or mainly just for the time, like, you know, because I don't have a watch, so that's usually, like, right. you know, oh, I might want to go clock out for lunch now, because, um, you know, that's a responsible mm-hmm. thing to do. Uh, but uh, with this thing, I can't. It's just so big. Right. It's just, like... <laughs> It's like I'm pulling a gigantic thing out of my pants. And like, oh, oh, Bob. Bob, do you not know where you record this show? Oh, Bob. Oh, there's some intro. That line just made the intro. It really, really, really probably well. did. Mm. And then probably because, as with any other intro, whenever there's one funny line in an episode, Ryan includes, like, oh, I don't know, half of the rest of the episode in with the even if it's not funny it's pretty funny it's all amusing Every, everything in there is, is i think we should have what we should do is we should have like a contest like uh-huh. on forums yes to you know encourage people to go to the forums not that i do it because i'm <laughs> that, but, but i'm just saying maybe to encourage some form activity uh we could have uh the listenership go through and find great lines and for lines we actually use in the introduction we could give house points uh, to re- their uh, respective houses. <laughs> I was waiting to so see what he came up with for a reward. <laughs> form like like, Bob, we're not new buying anything. Potterfic Weekly, where the points don't matter. Where the points don't matter anymore. Oh, no. The points don't matter. Yep. This is like Star, this is like Star Trek, where they don't get paid. It's kind of like... <laughs> I still don't know how that works. Makes no sense. I have no idea how Quark's... You gotta pay Quark with something. You do. She gets very aggravated. I don't understand it at all. And I love Star Trek. Don't get me wrong. You do. But uh, speaking of Poovainian things, uh, I want to take an opportunity as a moment to uh, go ahead and promote our brand new Point of View Weekly... I'm sorry, Potterfic Weekly member of the family thing. I don't know. Because it's not really a podcast. It's a a live stream. Um... Some of you guys probably saw it on the li- uh, the Facebook page that we had our first ever live stream over at Poofa Plays, uh, our new Twitch gaming Twitch channel. Uh, Scott and I played Star Wars: The Old Republic, and you know I'm not gonna lie. Aside from breaking the law, I think we uh, we had uh, did a pretty good job. Whoa! <laughs> Have you heard back from them? I haven't, which makes me think I'm not going to. Um, just let you know. So. Uh, Star Wars is filled with very iconic um, John Williams composed music. Yes. And sometimes when Bob doesn't talk enough, uh, basically the um, there's a program that runs on, uh, you know, like how on YouTube, if you play like copyrighted music, it mutes the music or the audio in your video. Um, okay. Well, basically we have, there's an archived video which for the next 13 days you guys can go and watch uh, before it gets pulled because there's only you're only allowed to have like a, an archive video for I think for 15 days. Uh, so I'd encourage you guys to go check it out. Uh, by the time you listen to this podcast, it will more than likely be long gone because uh, <laughs> I doubt we'll get this episode out in 13 days. Sorry, Sue. No editor gets that stuff done. Hey, I have I've hired a new editor. She's she's working hey. fast. Kaza. Hello. 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 Hi. 
Yay! Oh, thank God. How, how is how is your your arm? Um, hang on, it's not very loud. Why isn't it loud? <laughs> oh God, this is the same problem. Hey, more before. audio issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. So, oh, because it has to put it to my ear. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 is there anything you can press to make it do speakerphone? Uh, there's no speakerphone. Hmm. Yeah, there is. Because that might help. Uh-oh. Hey, is that any better? Just now no. I can hear you. We hear echo. Can you hear me now? Can you hear now? Yes. I think we're mm-hmm. good. Do you hear an echo? Danielle's hearing. Echo. I could no, I could it's for the first. Bad. I could hear Scott like echo. Okay, but maybe it was we're, just we're good the beginning. Now. An echo if it's on speaker, isn't? No, it? I think Keza, are you in a cathedral of some kind? No. I know you've moved. Does your new house have vaulted ceilings? No, the new house is smaller. You moved into a smaller house. Yeah, because we're building a bigger house. Ooh. Oh, so you're in the interim house. That's right. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just thought you had really terrible style. <laughs> what? That's, that's I thought you moved your. I thought you moved your family as as your kids are growing and everyone's more active. I thought you like <laughs> downsized to that exact moment, and I thought that was no, that, that's nice. This is, the, this is the interim house. See, we've got this block of land that is totally awesome and really big. And it's slopey, so we have to build a, um, I'm on drugs, so just <laughs> Hey, we never had um, this before. Um, you know where it's two, le- split level, split level, it has to be split level. And it will be like heaps big, but they have to knock down our old little tiny house. So three doors down from our house was a house for rental. Oh. And it's like our old house, but it's like smaller. Okay. And so we're living in that house with all our junk in the in the garage. Ah. Oh. Yeah. But it's kind of, maybe it's echoey. It has no curtains. It used to have a bachelor in it, and he didn't have curtains. It's only got, like, block-out shutters out, outside. So he just, stood, he just stood in the windows and everyone could see him at night? No, it's got block-out shutters. Oh. Like, yeah. Okay. Things. Do you have them in the states? Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think I think I know what you're talking about. And they roll down and they go mm-hmm. press the button and then they go when they finish. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we came back seven years later to hear that the Keza is high episode because. Keza. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was. They, you know, when you're renting a place, yes. they come and they inspect to make sure you haven't, like, punched holes in the walls, which we couldn't do because it's, like, solid bricks. So, well, yes. Anyway. Is that how you broke your... <laughs> no, well, the, the lady came and I was sweeping because, you know, you don't want them to think that you're a grot. I mean, I am, but she doesn't need to know that. So <laughs> I was sweeping and then I put the dustpan, like, swept it up, swept it up. I'm on drugs. I can't talk. And um, I went to to um, wipe the dustpan out. You know, it's got crud on it. And outside, over the little balcony thing, because this is a split block as well. And and it, the, there's like the back veranda is like a balcony. Anyway, anyway. Um, and there's a sliding door at the back to go onto the veranda at the back. And you guys remember what a veranda is? Yes, yeah? we're familiar. Yeah, excellent. And um, and there's the sliding doors. It's got like track that it slides on, and we've got a cord there that connects our, our internet. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I tripped on the cord or on the door. Uh-huh. 
But I'm there with my little dustpan being like little Miss well, whatever that house like Martha Stewart. Or really Martha Stewart, right? Yes. And <laughs> and I just like went flying and I missed the balcony balustrade thingy what's it that stops you flying off the balcony by about like a, a centimetre. But I like went flying and sprawling across the concrete. And oh. I smashed my knee into the concrete and I smashed my wrist into the concrete and I smashed my elbow into the concrete and my toes going purple. It's like ah. fat and purple because I reckon I knocked that on the sliding track thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that feels really puffy when I walk. I think I've like, I think I've broken my toe, but it doesn't actually hurt as bad as my broken arm, which is definitely broken because I saw the x-ray. Oh. Ugh. So I was... That's very Pufuanian. So let me just to back up from the last time that we heard about your internet. So basically, you tripped over Mr. Keza's rugby minutes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> so I'm last sorry. night, so we went to the doctor because they say you go to the clinic, right? Yes. Because otherwise, there's waiting times at the ED. So mm-hmm. only they're going to close down the ED because apparently they think that we don't have emergencies. Well, you know, I do. So. <laughs> No, they're just trying to save money because stupid health things, stupid government, blah. And, and so I went to the clinic and the clinic has like a, an x-ray there and a pharmacy. So I thought, yeah, I won't plug up the ED. I'll go to the clinic. And so then I go there and the, the guy goes, yeah, oh, that's non-specific pain. I'll send you to the x-ray. So we go around x-ray and I'm like limping and really like, I look really dorky because, you know, I've got like this arm that really hurts. I keep squawking and I'm limping because, you know, I've hurt my toe and my knee's got like an egg on it. And and we get there and the lady goes, no one's here for half an hour because it's oh. lunchtime. <laughs> and I went, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So I sat down to wait, and there was this really cool, like, picture of a, like, there was this painting, but it was behind me, and I couldn't see it, and, and so Mr. Kes is there going, well, that's a really great owl picture, and I'm like, <laughs> and, it's, and I, I saw it at the corner of my eye, it, like, looks like Hedwig, it was so cool, it was like a white owl. Anyway, so I looked at the white owl, and then this, they came back, they went pizza, they came back with Domino's box, and I'm like, really, really, I'm in pain, and you are getting Domino's. Anyway, so... Then they call me to come through, and that man, he's a saddest. I don't, I don't think people are radiologists unless they're status because <laughs> it really hurt. And he's like, just put your arm like this. I'm like, oh, I'm broken. Oh, you want me to twist it? So like, he, I could have taken him out if I wasn't, you know, because he was like half my size. Anyway, so, but I was, you know, like in pain, so I couldn't do that, and that wouldn't be polite. Anyway, so he goes, oh yeah, it's broken. And then the doctor takes a look and goes, oh, yeah, it's broken. I'm going to send you to the ED. I'm like, oh, I was trying to avoid going there. So then I go to the ED and they're like, oh, yeah, it's broken. Here, have a sling. They put a sling on. And then see, Mr. Keserite, he's actually a nurse. Mm. So the nurse puts the sling on and then goes away. And then Mr. Kezer puts the sling on properly. Cause <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so... Then, Would it not have worked better if you just went to Mr. Keza when the whole thing began? I know. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So we, we're waiting there, and then they, they go, someone will be with you in a few seconds. And I'm like, yeah, right, you're funny. Anyway, this guy was, he was like the nurse practitioner, because I've already seen a doctor, so they just had me see the nurse practitioner. And he's like, yeah, well, it's broken. Well, they, they already told you that, so, you know, great. We'll just give you an outpatient's appointment for a seven to ten days at the orthopedic clinic. Mm. And I'm like, are you going to put a cast on it? No, no, we don't put a cast on for these ones. I'm like, oh. So it's just pain pain management. He's like, it's bad. No, it's one of the most painful breaks you can have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, I was afraid it would get worse. So, like, for those, they just have to, they, it just has to basically heal itself. Yeah, it's just time. So, like, they put it in a sling and then, you know, pain management. So it goes, oh, there's this drug. I don't know if what they call it in the States, but it's called endone. It's like morphine derivative because I cannot take anti-inflammatories. I, they kill me. So... They have to give me morphine ones, right? Yeah, it's and so pretty strong. And, and endone is pretty strong. And he's like, but, you know, going straight for that is a bit overkill. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like threw, made me throw up last time. Cause like, And so he gave me panadine fort, which is two of those is 60 milligrams of codeine. So I don't know what that is in the States. But anyway, so that's pretty good. That, that sends me loopy enough. But I went home and I was still in pain, so I call out, like, the home doctor people. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm like really in agony. And, and he likes, he looks at me and goes, yeah. And he goes, here, have two endone. And then he like walks out again. <laughs> so he gave me some good drugs. They were good drugs. <laughs> and you're, and you continue to be on those good drugs at this time. I think they've actually worn off a little bit, but I'm still on the panadine fort. Maybe you should take some more. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking I'm concerned for your welfare. I haven't moved very much. I'm just like sitting in the recliner. So I'm thinking if I move around, it starts hurting. I might go back and sit in a doctor's office and go, you get to give me the good drugs. Well, it seems like the only one who's really helping you now is Mr. Keza, <laughs> whose rugby minute started the entire damn thing. <laughs> then you attempt to sweep things. Keza, do they have an ETA on your house? How long is it going to take them to make the big house? Um, well, they haven't started making it yet. We only just moved out. Oh, wow. And okay. it's like in, in council and everything, they're like, you know, they're like checking the soil and putting it in through council and we haven't knocked the other one down yet. Still full of junk. Well, maybe you can leave the junk there and just knock it down and the junk will yeah, get Yeah, I buried. think we need some of the junk anyway. Oh, well. And we haven't moved the trampoline yet and I guess I'm not going to be helping with that anytime soon. Yeah, just stay away from <laughs> trampolines. Yeah, I would like to move some They're all big enough now they can help. Yeah. Can you imagine moving a 14-foot trampoline three houses down the road? <laughs> well, you just get a bunch of people to carry it. It'll work. I moved to Trampoline. Yeah, that's, what, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, but we didn't move yeah. that far. So, so we're living in the little house, and um, and they're going to build us like a big house that has a study and uh, a game room and a big kitchen and four bedrooms and an ensuite. Woohoo! Nice. Gonna have a spa bath. It's gonna have a spa bath in it. Very exciting. That's very good. And then I can I can give you a virtual tour. I'll take my my camera around and show you. Well, we finally got the the audio to work, so maybe we should just take things one step at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we should do that. Oh, I just heard. I just yeah, heard. I got, I'm, you I'm, just heard that. I just it's heard been that. the whole time. Oh, I just heard that the first time. Yeah. Sue, have fun editing this one. Oh, thanks. No problem. Yes, I'll send What's it to the new it? girl. I think there. I think there's a, there's a there's an there's an echo. It, it's similar to how your toilet flushes in reverse order. It's similar to that. 
I think it has nothing to do with that, Ryan. But okay, oh, well, <laughs> you'd like to explain Hayes, it. Hayes lying. Yes. I, Ryan does that every now and then. I do. Lying I'm, I'm just a lying liar. <laughs> Hang on. If I take it off of speaker, now that I've done all that talking, maybe it will stop echoing. Well, we'll hit, try that. See what happens. I did that. How is that? You, you sound fine. You, you sound fine. Yeah, you sound better. I, I, oh, there I, I, you go. I wish we thought to do that, like, you know, 20 minutes ago. Oh, but yeah, I'm on drugs. That you are on drugs. <laughs> so I'm not thinking. Bob, how are you doing? How's the omelet? Doing great, thanks. <laughs> He's in the background. Just... <laughs> Next thing. So tonight's episode, Kez, I'm not sure how long you can stick around for, but we've watched Kinky Boots. I don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just talk with you for a little bit, and then we'll hang up on you so you can keep resting, and we'll talk about the movie. You may not even know we're gone. I mean, you just could, you know, hear the voices. <laughs> so and we're also going to be talking tonight about what? Fa- favorite AB sitcoms. Yes. Which is everything Oh, uh, I, I know about those. Our 80s, not your 80s, though, because don't we have to send all of our shows to you and they take, like, five years to get there? Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's been sent- five years since the 80s. I've seen your shows. Oh, it's been a little bit longer <laughs> than that. Full House. It, yeah. Oh, that's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Full House. What Full- was in the 80s? Say by the Bell. Say no, by- that was the 90s. That was the 90s. Charles in Charge was the 90s, too. Wasn't that, was, that was the Charles 80s. Charles in Charge was the 80s. That was the 80s. Was yeah. it 80s? Scott Bayo is 73 years old. Happy Day? No, he's not. Scott Bayo is very old. Alf? Alf is the 80s. Alf, yeah. uh, happy Days is the 70s. Masquerading yeah, the, the, the Happy 50s. Days was in the 80s. All right, we got to go. You weren't alive, then you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only 34. I'm 41, man. <laughs> I remember when you were only 34. All right, hold on. I have to look up the happiness. Yeah. I, I went through the 80s list and made a list, and I actually watched a lot more shows than I thought I had. Danielle and I checked um, Fish Flicks, our personal yeah. Netflix, and, and most of the, the shows no, on well, there. Well, not all, but there was a, a good great deal of them from the 80s. Well, we just started watching uh, Night Court is the thing I've been watching the last week. Oh, so. Night Court's fun. Night Court brought back. Well, I mean, those that awkward first couple seasons where, like, they have all the characters that they dump, and Bull has hair. It's weird. Bull has hair. Wow. That no, he doesn't. He has like he does. He's Not got really. the Jerry Doyle thing. Well. He does. He's got like the Jerry Doyle thing where he hasn't shaved it sufficiently. Yeah, but it's not, like, really hair. It's, like Richard, it's, it's the like, head of Richard It's, like, Mull. stubble. And John Larry Kett's still, like, the straight man, which mm-hmm. is weird. <laughs> I don't think they figured him out yet, either. So we got that. Do you mean as in non-funny? No, he's actually, like, a very serious... His character is serious. He becomes, like, a sex-crazed lunatic in, like, a season. I didn't know if he became gay. Yeah. Uh, someone... We're, we're hearing a lot of noise or something. Yeah, it sounds like somebody's tapping on a microphone or something. Jan? <laughs> hey. Can you still hear me? Oh, thank God. I thought it was Jen. I'm like, how are people getting in here? <laughs> can you still hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah. <laughs> we can hear oh, I just is... plugged in my earphones, and I didn't ah. know if that would mean that you couldn't hear me talking anymore. We can hear you. We can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, uh, yay. Oh, good. So Ooh. the original run of V was in the 80s. Was it? Huh. According to the website I found. V. Did the... Because I know the new V got canceled after two seasons, but did the original V have an ending, or did they just kind of stop? V. I never heard of that one. Uh, I know, can't remember. It's like it a, was... what? Because <laughs> it's like banging the phone against the wall. 
I was going to tell Tessa who was in V, but I've lost the name. Uh, is it Scott Bakula that was in V? No, that was... Um, I like him. You're no, thinking Quantum in, uh, Leap. Quantum Leap. No, V... The I ri- like that. The original V, I can't remember, but... Um, I didn't even know they did an original V. Well, yeah, because the one with Elizabeth Mitchell was the... Re- it's Elizabeth Mitchell and it's the woman from Firefly. Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, and also um, from Firefly, um, uh, who's the, the Alan Tudyk? Yes, Alan Tudyk was on. Um, He's great. Was on oh, Alan Tudyk. So, yeah. they, so they did like a little reunion there. Mm. We've just started watching Firefly again. Um, we usually stop like around episode six and then like never continue. Well, well, one of your friends was like, "You know, Ryan, you should really space it out. It's it's only like a you know thirteen episodes." I'm like, "Oh no, we're not spacing it out this time because we been tried 13 that thirteen years." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're just watching it this time. Six, yeah. six years. Yeah. Six. No, 13 years. It came out in 2002. It's 2015. We're the original V starred Mark Singer. Who's Mark Singer? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I don't you know, know who, that who Mark is. Singer is? No. No. Not familiar. Mark uh, Singer was in this great, great show called If You Could See What I Hear, where he play, played a blind man. He's been in Arrow quite a bit. Huh? What about Arrow? <laughs> Mark Singer is on Arrow. Who is he? He was also the Beastmaster. What um, was he on Arrow? He played General Matthew Shreve. Oh. Yeah, he was okay. just on a couple weeks ago. Oh, all right. I probably haven't seen him yet, so I'm not uh, caught up on Arrow. Yeah, the Beastmaster, that's the other thing he was big in. But the, if you can see what I hear, it was just if great. You see he'd, what go, I see. Okay. he'd go jogging, and his friend would tie a rope to a bike and and pull him along. And so he would jog, and he'd have this line to try to, you know, so that he could know where to go. And every once in a while, the friend would yell, jump, because he'd be coming up to a bench. And he'd, like, trip over the bench and roll. And then he'd jump back up because he, you know, he, otherwise he'd get drug because mm-hmm. the guy was, you know. But the the coolest part was... And I get the book and the movie confused, but he has kids or he's he's with kids and the child falls into the pool and is drowning. And he knows what? the child went in, but he's completely blind and, and he's panicking and he's trying to find the kid. And he can't because he's blind. And finally, he calms himself down and he can hear the air bubbles popping oh. and he saves the child's life. Hmm. It's a really neat movie. but never all the way through so I saw like the end and the beginning and the you know all different we'll have to watch it (laughs) Sue's pick for the movie Hmm. so what else do we have for 80s sitcoms because the thing with which is weird for Danielle and I is I was born in the early 80s so that this is kind of the stuff I watched on TV when I was like I just said Danielle. Oh, you're like, well, I was born in there. I just said Danielle and I. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's the stuff I watched on TV when I was in like first, second grade where I kind of didn't get it, but I knew it was popular and I knew everyone else watched Mm. it. So it's it's the kind of stuff that that you get into. So Mm. it was a lot. I have memories of my sisters going to watch Full House, but I don't remember watching it myself. 
I watched Full House because um, it was the it, it well I'm misremembering it was the TGIF lineup. Yes. Half the stuff I remember from TGIF wasn't actually in TGIF apparently. No, well Full House was. <laughs> well, it was Full House. It was Family Matters. Um, it was that the, we watched. Perfect Strangers oh, was on it. Matters. That. Yeah, Family Matters, Perfect, Perfect Strangers, Strangers was because uh, that was, those were all crossovers because um, the mm-hmm. the wife from Family Matters, Harriet, on Perfect Strangers, she was a crossed over. Yeah, she was the um, the elevator operator from um, from Perfect Strangers, yeah. and then uh, there was another. What was that fourth one? It was, it was always four shows that was on. That was the lineup. Well, they would always change. They would it. change it up, and then what they would do is they would do like you know, it's what they still do on TV now, where they have you know Full House at like eight. And you've got something else at nine, so, you know, when everyone's in the tune back in at nine. So they put on like the new show at eight thirty, and no one would watch it, so they cancel it. Then they put on a new show at eight thirty, and no mm. one would watch it, so they cancel it. And, right. you know, they would keep repeating the process. I just I can't remember what that original lineup was. I remember Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, there was another one, Perfect Strangers for Valley Matters, and then there was like, another one that went with them. Mm. Ray's typing. Maybe she has it. And I can't remember what it was. Yes, apparently they are doing a sequel to Full House. And they're calling it Fuller House, which annoys me because it's grammatically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not if their name is going to be Fuller. Maybe yeah, if, if they have someone them. whose name is Fuller, then it's clever. Mm, well, they could actually sure. do that. Because I'm, I'm not going to watch it because I'm, I'm not really much of a fan. But the plot will be that... Oh, we're getting a lot of... much of a fan. Because I think we're getting a lot of audio from someone. There's, like, a lot of background noise, like, right there. The kids just wake up. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm like, it's 9 o'clock at night. No, it's 10, 10.30. Okay. <laughs> I keep forgetting you're Australian. Um, it's going to be... Uh, Candace Cameron's character is going to be a widow, and much like uh, Danny... Tanner's character, uh, Bob Saget's character was mm-hmm. in the original, and um, she'll have to raise all of her kids by herself. So, her, so her sister Stephanie and uh, Kimmy Gibbler, or whatever her name is, will move in. Oh boy! And, kind of and it's going to be original because there's going to be three boys instead of three girls. Oh uh, boy! It's kind of like boy meets that world. That sounds really stupid. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know if that's Netflix gonna... finally has its first screw up. Well, it's because the thing is, like, I don't know. hey, I guess don't know. what? I've got Netflix now. Is Yay! It... Go watch, watch Kinky Boots. Go watch Kinky Boots. It's available. Uh, is it a movie or a TV it's show? It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie and a musical. And well, it's a musical now. It's a musical now, but... But, yeah, it was a movie. It's many different types of things. Well, I was going to say, I don't know that I would call that movie a musical. But back to... Fun. Well, it actually... No, it back, is on Broadway now. But back to Full House. I mean, the thing with it Full is... Full House, Perfect Strangers, Family Matters, and... Just the ten of us, according to. But was that the whole time though? Because I feel like there, there was like failed shows they tried to wedge into. Oh, they always changed it up into into that. But the, the thing, when was the nanny? That wasn't oh, the same was time. That? I don't no, think. That, no was that was in the eighties. That was the nineties. No, that was the nineties. Yeah, 90s. yeah. But the thing with Full House too was like even family today, ties. No, no, <laughs> no. That <laughs> was in the eighties. Family ties is eighties. It is eighties, yeah. but yeah. wasn't the fourth show. Yeah, they, they spread them out. No, well, the thing with TV. But I was like, how did we forget Family Ties? It was Step by Step. The thing oh, with TV shows Oh, Step by Step. Step by Step. Yeah. Yeah, Step by Step was one of them. Step by and Step then, got traded. This is different, but different strokes and no, that crazy show with the girls in the boarding house. Uh, Facts of Life. Facts of Life. Facts of Life and different strokes. They joined up, too. Were they at the same... Yes, because they were in the same universe together. Yes. 
I remember, but the thing... The, the housekeeper at the Drummonds went to be the boarding house mother. Yes. In a fact for life. And Horace Leachman was on, too. And the other... Th- yes. We're, we're getting a lot of um, feedback again. I'm sorry. Oh, so, I couldn't hear any feedback. <laughs> if you can't hear any feedback, it means it's usually... It's on your it's, end. It's on your end, Jesse. <laughs> I think that well, was super. Then you'll probably hang up on me. <laughs> That's okay, because I think I'm a little bit drugged. I know. I want to try and get as much of it on the air as I could. Oh, that's just me yelling out random 80s sitcoms as I remember them. Well, the funny thing, which she isn't saying right now, is her family doesn't know she's podcasting. They just think mom's drunk in the corner on drugs, and she's just screaming Talking names. to herself. Roll house! <laughs> family matters! Friday night, 8.30, be there! Like, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> One of them is looking at me strangely while eating her wheat bix. Right. Ooh, wheat bix sounds good. All right, so Night Rider. Anybody watch Night Rider besides me? Yeah, right. but that wasn't a sitcom, was it? Was it? Uh, I googled eighty sitcoms and it came up. I never watched yeah. Night Rider. It wasn't a sitcom. It was more of like a. It's more of a drama. It was more yeah. of a drama. Yeah. It was. Yeah, on, it was sitcom definitely- is like half an hour. No. Well, it's a sitcom like Doogie Howser was a sitcom. Yeah, that was a like ha- not very much. They don't really have any hour long. The one thing is half hour. That wasn't. Was that eighties? Yeah, that was eighties. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That was eighties, yeah. but it wasn't. That's... I've never. But actually... it was set in the sixties. Yeah, like this. What are you talking about? Uh, the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Okay. You know the kid from The Princess Bride. Mm-mm. What's his name? Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. Yes. Hmm. Laverne and Shirley and WKRP. If we're gonna go, yeah, they're for like from Happy Days. Days. That was seventies. That was seventies. Mark and Mindy. Mark and Mindy. That was both. That was seventies and eighties. That was early, yeah. That was like seventy-eight to eighty-two. I want to say. Well, Mark and Mindy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Mash. The, no, um, Mash was the seventies. When was Mash? It was like seventy-two to eighty-three or something like that. It went for eleven years. Yeah. For a three-year war. Was MacGyver an eighties thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. MacGyver. MacGyver. Quietly. I like MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> the kids right now are like, "Mom's just in the corner," and she's like, "I like MacGyver." <laughs> <laughs> MacGyver's awesome. And yeah, I have fun. reading Rainbow. Oh, yeah. Get smart. We never got that reading. Get smart was the sixties. It's Rage is trying oh, to get Oh, I don't But we had Romper Room. Inspector Gadget might have been the eighties. I don't know how long. I remember Romper Room. Sorry, Scott. I talked all over you. <laughs> no problem. I'm just talking all over everybody because I don't know what I'm doing. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and um, everyone's quiet. Ray was suggesting yeah. Get Smart, and you guys said it was 60s, and that reminded me of Inspector Gadget, which is 80s. the cartoon version of Get Smart, yep. basically. That was 80s. By the way, speaking of Inspector Gadget, uh, it is a very kiddie version of it, uh, but Netflix just recently did an Inspector Gadget series. Really? Like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, for kids. Inspector. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. See if it exists in the Canadian version. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I think we've reached that time of the nightmare castle needs to go to bed. <laughs> My arm really hurts. Uh, well, we're gonna go talk about mo- we're gonna go talk about a movie that you haven't even heard. Of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good night, and I'm gonna Tessa. sit. Good night. Bye. Good morning for you. Good morning, Good morning, Tessa. Feel better. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to go in the introduction. <laughs> Have fun with your kinky boots, but that's Aww. really, that sounds so kinky. Though. It's, it's not, but kinky yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it was, 
surprisingly different than the title sounds like. Yes. So it's not kinky. Now I'm disappointed. Oh, well, slightly, but not really. Slightly. The boots themselves are, but nothing else about the movie is. <laughs> well, maybe huh. that whip. Yeah. What we need to do? We need to take that audio bit and put that at the end of every episode of Point of View Weekly. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we need one from Jen, and we need one from Keza. Okay. <laughs> I need to write myself a note somewhere. Remind me. Oh, I will. <laughs> because, you know, I was just editing and realized that I promised Danielle a, a recipe about a month and a half ago that I totally <laughs> forgot about until oh, I, I edited. So. I forgot, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the handy thing about editing things is you get reminded of all the stuff you said. Yeah. Anyway, right. um, so a couple of things mm. um, before we talk about kinky boots. Yes. Um. I just wanted to quickly uh, finish talking about uh, Poopa Plays real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to uh, get uh, notice on the Facebook when Scott and I are going to be playing. And also when Ryan starts up, Poopa Plays uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am really close to finding some software so that Ryan can start streaming and that he will be post when he's going to stream. And I also just want to put a call out to the community if anyone else has any desire to be a part of like the streaming uh, lineup, if you will, um, and you have some experience with streaming or want help with learning how to do it, I'd be more than happy with uh, teaching you guys how to do it so we can have more content on the Poopa Place channel from various members of the community, not just the hosts. Um, so, yeah, just private message me on the forums or on Facebook if you're one of my friends uh, or on Skype. But, uh, yeah, so Poopa Plays is kicking off. Just try to stay away from the illegal music. Um, oh, oh yeah. I was also going to explain that real quick. Um, if you do some of our, sometimes there will be points where audio is cut out, but the first episode that Scott and I did only five minutes were cut out. And it's basically the part where I'm making fun of Ryan during character creation. <laughs> so really not missing much. Oh, yeah. You can hear that every week at eight o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and the, you're not the really main reason is because it's right when Bob was about to start listening to the opening crawl. And yeah. we just sort of sat there watching it instead of <laughs> if we, you know, read it out, it wouldn't have counted as, yeah. oh, this is a large stretch of John Williams music. And, uh, yeah. So we're yeah. going to talk a whole lot more. Whoops. Um, but definitely. <laughs> but it was a lot and, of you know, fun. Should, as a Star Wars fan, you should try to find a way to play with us as well. Cause no. it's a lot of Star Wars goodness. <laughs> Bob, we have to talk real quick about the trailer. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Wait, so excited. Oh my God. I <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> Can I just say this? I've, I've seen each of the movies once, maybe twice. I was like tearing up a little bit when it just when it started right away. And I, I, was, I was like, I was like, oh my god! I was like, it's Luke. Yes, I was so excited. And then that shot of like we're home. Vader's mask. No, of the star, the star destroyer, like crashed into the. Yes. that was awesome. Oh yes, <laughs> that's gonna be so cool. I'm glad it's not Tatooine. Yeah. Um, Total mm, side point, group, uh, EA is going to be releasing a game called Star Wars Battlefront, a remake of the original Star Wars Battlefront, and one of the first DLCs they do is the Battle of Jakku, which is actually going to be basically how those star that Star Destroyer and that X-Wing got there. Because oh. there's going to be a massive battle on that planet. Nice. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> so, scavengers yes. live there, because there's a whole bunch of crashed there's, space tips to scavenge from. 
I like okay, so like I got like I was kind of like so- like I'll tell you my emotional roller coaster. Okay. 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 I was I was somber. <laughs> like I was just like kind of taking in the nostalgia of like Luke speaking. Yes. And it seemed it sounded it sounded like a younger uh, yeah Mark Hamill. Yeah. Which made me wonder if it really was Mark Hamill. But I'm pretty sure it was Mark Hamill. <laughs> I think it was just lifted from. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi? Because that would explain my father has it. Exactly. Because your friend and I actually got into that on your yeah, Facebook. Like, and I'm pretty sure, like... added an extra line at the added end. Added an extra line at the end. And that's but the that could be him it. now. That could be him but now. But does it sound different? I don't know what I'm talking about. They sound the same. They sound the same. Well, I was just thinking, you know what? He's a bad voice actor. He could probably channel his younger voice, you know, relatively well. But wait, he tells Leia you have that power, too. Oh, you're right. He so does. he does tell her that. So they lifted oh, everything from you know, I think it's just being, editing. Yeah. I really, I feel like it's, it's editing. really hard. You can't take someone who's you know thirty years past. No, because he tells her, and because she's like, you know, you have a power I I don't have and can never understand. He's like, no, you have that power too. You have that power too. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's ripped from Return of the Jedi. Right. So that part, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. But then, like, like literally, like I got like when they when they like the all the action started happening. Hmm. Like, I just, like, literally got up out of my chair and started jumping up and down, like, Wee! <laughs> I was that excited. And then all of a sudden, Han and Chewie come on. I know! And I stop. And he's like, we're home. And I was like, I just stopped. And I started, like, tearing my eyes, started tearing yeah. up. I was like, oh, God. It I really know. Is that. I know. I was like, they better not screw this up. It feels right, Bob. It feels it right. It feels right. So the episode. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Okay, well, this no. one feels a lot more. This right. one I feels think, raw, right? I feel I like think this... having. I think as much as I hate to say this, I mean, I'd love to go back to old Puvwa, Puvwa, or whatever. You know, point weekly episodes where we talked about whether or not how we felt about the old cast being in it, being in it. Yeah. Any negative feelings I had about, which I'm pretty sure I didn't have any feelings. I'm pretty sure I was cool with it all along. But in case if I did, yeah, they're gone. Well, yeah. I yeah. think like I don't know having. Having Harrison Ford, I mean, just seeing him gave it just so much more. And Peter, and, P- and Peter Mayhew, that had to be him in that suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I thought I think when we talked about it before, we both felt like it kind of legitimized it. It was like, okay, that's true. We did, okay, we were okay. We were like, as long as Leia's not in that metal bikini anymore, we're fine yeah. with it. Yeah. As long as she doesn't look too uh, messed out. And you notice we didn't see Luke yet, so I'm so curious, you know, like, like about that. Yeah, should be interesting. Yeah, very. Interesting. <gasps> yes, no, I know. Honestly, like that made that trailer made my week last week. Yeah, so I watched it a couple times. I unashamedly would admit I probably have seen it about close to fifty times. Oh, okay, you got me beat. <laughs> I had, like, on repeat, and I just watched it. Um, well, it's not only, and this is from a non-Star Wars fan, it's not just that, you know, Star Wars has a new movie coming out. Isn't that exciting? It's like a Star Trek fan being told that Kirk, Picard, Cisco, mm-hmm. and, and everyone are yeah. going to be in the same Well, like, it's, it, it's epic. It's, it was like Leonard Nimoy being in yes. uh, the yes. first remake. Yeah. No, it's like Leonard Nimoy it was like that. and William Shatner. Yeah. And, like, it's it's like, it's not just, oh, look, it's Harrison Ford. Oh, no, look, it's Chewbacca. It's you know, yeah, everything. it was Kind of it's, like DeForest Kelly being on that first. Um, was he on the first episode of Next Generation? Or was DeForest, it just the first couple? No, DeForest Kelly was on the Next Generation, but it's yeah. even, I'm trying to even say it's even different from that. We all love cameos. We all love seeing mm-hmm. you know, like Leonard Nimoy and DeForest Kelly and all that stuff. But it's like basically being told this is like you know everything. This is basically yeah. it's like there's so many of those moments. It's like DeForest Kelly, and then the next scene Leonard Nimoy, and then the next mm-hmm. scene like it's just it's one after the other. And I just felt like that trailer. 
Just yeah, it was a good, it was a great trailer. It was trailer. a good trailer. It yeah. changes their trailer, too, because it doesn't, like, there have been more information, some more information come out, like, you know, what's really going on in the galaxy. Yeah. Right. Uh, like, where is the rebellion? Where is the empire? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've seemed to have changed, or there are two different, or there's different organizations now. Who knows? But, right. Oh, total side point, Kylo Ren. Holy crap. Can you be more like Darth Revan? And I don't mean that as a bad thing. I mean that is that is the most awesome thing on the face of the planet. Because Darth Revan is hands down the best Darth in all of Star Wars. <laughs> the <games>. best Darth. <laughs> yeah. No. You, so, you know who I mean by? You know, I just want to clarify. You, Kylo Ren is the uh, uh, the main bad guy, and he's the dark. We assume dark force. Uh, user who uses the cross guard. There, yeah, there has there has to be someone using the dark side. Yeah, yeah he slash she, whatever, uh, I think it's a he, has a mask that is very reminiscent of um, Darth Revan, for those Star Wars geeks or uh, who know, is the main, uh, one of the main, is the main villain-ish, depending <laughs> on, don't want to spoil sort of the story, of Star Wars, of Ni- Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, um, yes, okay. and also okay. in turn, Star Wars: The Old Republic, and all the the Old Republic stuff. Um, but yeah, so probably is- Kylo Ren found a Darth Revan holocron or something. <laughs> well, technically, though, those games aren't really considered canon anymore, thanks Disney. Um, but yes, no, so that so just like seeing that kind of like anything really they put in the deal. movie is retroactively canon again. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, um, so or technically, if it's in Rebels or if it's in uh, Clone Wars. Which I'm stoked. Is anyone else watch Rebels or Clone Wars, or am I alone in this? I want to, but I haven't seen much. I've, I haven't I've yet. seen yeah. All right, I won't random spoil. pieces they, they, of they Clone Wars. But, yeah. I would say watch Clone Wars. The first two seasons are kind of kiddie, but then it gets really good. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, Rebels is also really good. And they revealed something for season two that makes me very happy as a fan of Clone Wars. Um, but anyway, uh, just to wrap this up so we can start talking about kinky boots, um, I just want to say that I am now going to request the week of the Star Wars movie coming out, and I'm going to watch it at least seven times. I'm like, I'm tempted to, to do the midnight opening, which oh, I, oh, I, I like haven't it. done. Yeah, like I haven't done a midnight opening since the prequels came out, which no. really weren't necessarily worth it. Yeah. Um, now, just to put that in context, that statement by Danielle, this is the woman who conks out at seven on the couch. I'd have to say that's that's the that's the you know the the the, the ferocity of the statement. But it's so fun when you go at midnight because you get all the other crazy fans. You'll have a hard time yeah. getting there at midnight. Soon I know because you know it's gonna be packed. I know. Like that's <laughs> like it's. Will you buy your tickets ahead of time? Wait, like, start now. December. Whether now. Right? I don't okay. know the specific date. Um, let's see. Let's. Was know, it? I, I thought it was December. Something. I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say June and I was going to be able to go with you. No. It's not that early. That would be great. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Oh, June. Uh, I just almost called Sue June. Uh, side point, I took off the week that you you're going to be here. Oh, cool. I uh, just want to say for the record, uh, it is December 18th of this year. Okay, I thought for some reason it was the 15th, so I was wondering. Yeah. Uh, December 18th. So, the day before Mom's birthday. I'll have to take her for her birthday. So it's, ooh, it's payday. Two days after Mom's. It's payday. It's payday. Yeah. Um, one last Star Wars thing, and then we really need to talk yep. about boots if we're going to try to make time. Um, for those of you who uh, want to see something amusing... Uh, are you guys familiar with the Twizzler Challenge? Twizzler mm. Challenge? No. I've Twizzler heard Challenge. something about this. 
this, but I okay. don't remember what. So the Twizzler Challenge is a – it's very similar to the Ice Bucket Challenge. Mm-hmm. Basically what you do is you take a video of yourself and somebody else both eating a Twizzler a la Lady in the Tramp style. Oh. And then basically you turn around and pass it along to another couple. Um, based all like the pro, like I guess it's similar to how you do the ice bucket challenge. They're basically trying to raise money uh, for it's a New York based organization. Basically, it's for autism. Okay. Um, but anyway, so uh, last night on Jimmy Kimmel Live, um, executive producer of the Star uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, J.J. Abrams, yes, and Chewbacca took. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Um, so I, if you're a Star Wars fan and that, that's, you got it and you have some free time, I highly recommend watching it. Kind of disturbing. It really, but, you know, JJ Abrams has truly kissed the Wookiee. I bet it's funny. <laughs> so, all I right. Was, it was going to say, don't make us eat Twizzlers because we can't. They're actually not gluten free. No, no. well, I'm sure if you guys, if someone challenged you, I'm sure you guys could probably find something. Up. We would use this piece of spaghetti. We would. <laughs> oh, that'd be more like our ancestors. The original. Yeah. yeah. Good old goodness. Yeah. So, all right, yay, movie. Kinky boots. Hmm. Putting on my boots. Kinky thing to go from into. So that works. Mm. Good segue, Bob. So I think. All right. So wait, this movie came out when 2005. 2005. So two years after Love Actually was old. I think I first watched this movie like I when I was living in New York City to go to culinary school. I had a lot of time to myself because I was just it was just me in my apartment. So I had got Netflix um, so that I could watch movies. And I, at the time, they didn't do streaming, so I just got a lot of DVDs. And I put on it at some point, well, I, I like British movies, and I like small, not independent necessarily, but like kind of the smaller budget movies. Well, it probably so did some you point, Love Actor. Yeah, like I like Love Actor. There were well, movies that, that I liked. So it told me, you will like Kinky Boots. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> but then I read the description. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. So then I got the movie. And I just loved it. It was like one of those movies that just made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was a feel-good kind of a movie. Yeah, it's fun. Without being like, I feel like it's not over the top. It's not, um, I don't know, I feel like it's well done. It, it's done with respect for drag queens, I hate to say. I mean, it, it, I feel like it's respectful to that community. Mm-hmm. Um, um, which I... It's funny, like, just the whole concept of going from making, like, those traditional, very boring leather shoes to, you know, <laughs> kinky boots. <laughs> Which apparently did happen. It did. Yeah. An article I found about the, the factory in Northampton that yep. this is actually based on. Yeah. Although they don't do it anymore. Uh, oh, okay. So maybe it wasn't super successful. <laughs> it, it gave them a new lease on life for a few years, and then that line sort of closed Kinda, down. Yeah. They yeah. still do more accessories and other things as well as just oh, shoes now. So. Fun. Well, the thing I was thinking about was as I'm watching this, I'm like, they're putting all of this effort into this, you know, not knowing how large that niche market is. At some point, right. isn't someone else at like another larger shoe factory going to be like, huh, why don't we try that? Because Yeah, that's basically what happened is right. all the knockoffs mm. started happening for those too. So there was no longer the market to Well, it makes you, it. yeah, uh, it's... <laughs> This movie's got a lot of levels to it, which I love. So you've got, like, this shoe factory and Charlie Price, who doesn't really want to take over for his father, but feels he has to. Um, If you haven't seen the movie, the one-liner is um, Charlie Price, who was raised to take over the family shoe business, 
uh, decides not to, and as he's about to start his life with his fiance, he gets the call that his father, the 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 um, the, the manager of the of the shoe company, has died. So he takes over the company. Realizes quickly that there's a lot of problems. Their big order um, had been canceled, but the, the father was still he's still pretending employing everyone and making mm-hmm. the shoes. So now they're in huge financial mm-hmm. ruin, and he has to start laying people off. And he and and he's got that you know you're not my father. You're not your father mentality from the, from the employees. And he's laying people off one after one after one. And one person, he keeps saying, what can I do? What can I do? I have to do it. And one person stands up and says, do say, do something, change, change the product, change the product. Change and, the product. Yeah. And, and through the plot reasons, they decide they are going to make uh, sturdy shoes for uh, transvestites. Yes. And drag queens. And drag queens. Yeah. Um, Is there yeah. a market for yeah. shoes for women who are men? For men. <laughs> um, I know. I love that line. Danielle, you've been to Provincetown? Well, like, I know. Well, yeah, then there probably is, at least in P-Town. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, there was just... So, you have that first, like, story of Charlie doing this reluctantly, but also feeling like he definitely doesn't measure up to what his father <laughs> would have wanted for him. Um, and yet, by the end, he's so invested in it that he puts up his own money to get them to Milan, to get them to this shoe, you know, to get their, their boots and their shoes. Um, or just his house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you just have like this total, you see this total change in this character, which is great. And you see the same, I think for so many of the characters, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite characters is Don, the guy, yes. Nick, who is played by Nick Frost, who I love anyway. Like I love Nick Frost. Um, I love watching him throughout this movie, how he's just so close-minded and just, he's sort of that gruff guy who's like, oh God, oh, she's, it's a guy dressed as a woman, what's going on? And, and by the end, again, he's totally turned around and like when he's in the drag club at the end there and they're like, the kinky boots factory, he's like holding up his beer, like, yeah, that's me, yeah, yeah. I make, I make these boots, like. (laughs) Well, and. You know, well, he didn't get a very good introduction to Lola at first. Yeah. Because, you know, Lola comes in and he's like, ooh, woman. And he's like, oh, my Yeah. yeah. And so she <laughs> saunters over and sits on his lap and then tells him she's a bloke. Yeah. And freaks him out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he went and washed after that kind of a thing. You know, he was like, whoa. Yeah. I would have, I would have loved one of the... Um, of the bloopers from this because uh, I, I can't pronounce the name of the of the guy. I don't know how you What's say his, his name. Uh, Lola. 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 I, uh, the actor's if, name if is hard to say. If you've seen Love Actually, if you, if you see Love Actually, he's uh, best friends with um, Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln's uh, character in that. I would have loved if he just like when he sat down. Uh, What's uh, Nick Frost's lap? Uh, Don. Don. If he sat down on Don's lap, if he looked over, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I was once married to Karen Knightley. Like, I, know. I would love like a <laughs> I line. know. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. yeah. The other thing that's interesting is he played uh, the operative in Serenity, and it took like I could tell he was that's familiar, right. but I didn't realize until I looked him up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not there not yet. We've been anything. we've we've been on episode four. We've been on episode four for 13 years, just to let you know. <laughs> yeah, so we're hoping to move the dial. Um, yeah, so you haven't got to the movie yet. No, no in that. Oh, movie. that has to be the end. Cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's one of those movies that I feel like it has a lot of small character moments that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Just small things where they're, they, where characters come to an understanding or they learn something from one another. I love the scene between Lola and, um, 
Charlie in the in the bathroom in the men's bathroom mm-hmm. at the factory where they what's listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And uh, I love that when they open up about their dads and oh my god, like the line when he's like, you know, even when my dad got lung cancer, he didn't want to see me, and he goes, but it's funny, really. Fags got him in the end. Like that, <laughs> it just is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that bit, but um. And then there's just, like, those other moments where sometimes it's just, like, a look between two characters where, you know how, like, at the end, he's he's working them all ragged, and he's like, no, you have to restitch this. These boots aren't good enough. And, you know, that one woman has had it. She's like, no, I'm going home. She's like, I have a life outside this factory. That's it. I'm done. Um, but then they all come back, and at the end there, when she gives him the boot, I like that shot that they get of her looking at him, you know, where she's like, yeah, we did it. Like, we can do yeah. this. I love that. Um, well, and I, you know, I really, you attribute it to Lola mm-hmm. and, and Lola has the moments as two, you know, in the show too, but Lola's the one that puts the boot on the speaker so that yes. Don yep. hears mm-hmm. that he's fighting yeah. for them how much and that's, crying yeah. that's yeah. how he gets everybody together. He's the one that gets... Charlie and uh, the girl together. Yep. I don't remember her name. He's the one that, you know, there's all these little subtle mm-hmm. things that he does that he just kind of tweaks and, yep. and nudges and, and it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. But the thing that got me was at the very, very beginning and it's because I'm a large, very ungraceful person. <laughs> but when that little kid went out there and did that skip hop on yeah. those high heel shoes, yeah. I was like, Oh my goodness! I would kill myself. Oh yeah, I, I would too. Amazed. Well, at the end when, too. when Charlie goes, when Charlie goes out there and he tries to walk oh, in a straight tries, line, tries to walk in those boots. Oh my goodness! It telling you, it gives you a new respect for drag queens because they get out there and they dance. Oh yeah. Like, I don't even know. I can't even yeah. wear. I can't wear. Heels. Well, what I liked about the movie too is it's. it's that must have been a hard scene to film. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. And, and then Tim falls over and then doesn't quite. And it looks after the fact like it was planned. Yeah. <laughs> it does. After the it does look like it was planned. Looks like it was planned. No, the thing yeah. which I love is is when you see the story of the father and the son. You see, um, you know, old man Price, you know, Charlie's father. In the very beginning, you find the hidden compartment Charlie finds in the desk, and he finds the note saying the order was canceled, but they have all the shoes, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this happened once." before he sold them you know secondhand or whatever so it for at cost so so i'm thinking watching it because i couldn't remember from last time i'm like okay he didn't want to lay off the workers and he was gonna find another way to do it he was he was gonna, he was gonna fix this like he had before and then you just see charlie laying people off and you think like, his father never would have done he that. tried to sell the shoes you the don't guy know that, the guy would only take 200 pairs right but what i'm saying is you're thinking about it. You're th- you're thinking that his father is this person who would never have laid anybody right, off. He right. always would have found a way. You know, at the very beginning, he's the he's the professional and mm-hmm. showing us on everything, and the son's kind of standing there in sneakers and everything. And, and you have more respect for the father, and you're thinking that he that Charlie's just not measuring up. But then you find out his the father was going to sell the business anyway. Yeah. And Charlie's the one who who did it. So he. Well, was. I always got the sense that his father probably wasn't that great of a businessman because you can't keep your factory running the way it was. He didn't do anything to change any anything. He, right. he didn't necessarily keep up with Which is what you see demand. as it goes on, but in the beginning, there's hints that right. maybe the story of how right. Charlie yeah. doesn't measure up to his father, but in mm-hmm. fact, it's Charlie has to... He has to take it in a new direction. To, to save the mm-hmm. business, yeah. Well, well it, it, go ahead, sir. You, uh... I'm sorry, Kesa just sent a message asking if we're wanting her to join the call. No, we're going to be out, no, we're gonna be out no. here in a few minutes. Yeah. So. Um, so, but... When... See, now I got distracted and I can't remember what I was going to say. All right, go ahead and talk. 
So, um, oh, I was one thing it. I was going to mention that's just random that as I was watching uh, occurred to me is that the guy who plays Charlie, mm-hmm. or at least at that time 10 years ago, looks like a cross between Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Yeah, he got, he like reminded Benedict me of Martin Freeman with, a lot too. Um, with the um, Bilbo hair and mannerisms. He kind of, yeah, that's funny. I thought of Martin Freeman for sure. Like he definitely reminded me of him. Just a couple of the angles where they have shots of his mm-hmm. face. I'm like, that looks yeah. a lot like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> we're not a, we're brought bringing up the, the lovely character of Nicola. <laughs> My God. Yes, she's Nicola. like, ugh, I cannot stand her. Yeah. Well, you could sort was... of tell that there was going to be some trouble there when mm-hmm. the thing that she was singing about in the beginning is, hey, we're not in Northampton. Yeah. Best of all, no more bloody shoes. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Lots yeah, of shoes. Just as dad gets, <laughs> he gets the call that dad's dead. Yeah, I know. And the, then... Yeah. Um... The scene where, in the office, where, like, Lola puts the boot on the button on purpose and he finally tells her off. And he's like, you have no idea who these people are because you don't care. Like, all you do is you care about yourself and your Jimmy Choo's and whatever. Like, I love that. I'm like, finally. I'm like, why are you with this person? She's horrible. Like, yeah, she's, she's not so... anything like you. No. Like, yeah, it doesn't. Well, the thing I thought about the character, too, is, like, she wasn't a terrible person. She was a bad match for him. Yeah. Right. And, like, when you look, like, picture it some other way. Like, you and your, like... Say if, like, your father was always raising you to, to take over the family business, but you wanted to do something else, let's say, which wasn't really the case here because mm-hmm. he really didn't seem to have a strong pull towards marketing. Right. That's what saved the business. You know, and, and, and your spouse wants to do that. Then all of a sudden, you know, your 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 father-in-law dies, your incoming father-in-law dies, so now oh, I'm going to have to change your plans. Now I have to take right. over the family business. That's what's expected. Of the... You would tell that person, no, do it. You know, it's okay that separate. You're not your father. You can do what you want. Like, it's not mm-hmm. bad. Bad advice, but for the situation, obviously, because the movie made her a villain, but for the situation, it's just, it, it, it's not a good mix for him. All she, honestly, though, she, she all she cared it. about was herself. Yeah, she wasn't understanding. She just cared, yeah, she, really cared yeah she only cared about getting out of Northampton, getting to London, yeah. you know, having the better apartment. That's all she cared about. Yeah. You the know? thing that was odd to me is that she was so excited about that wonderful, pretty pair of shoes, and it's not like, Oh, hey, you own a shoe factory. If we can't afford these ones, why don't you make me some shoes? I know. <laughs> you know. It's like, it was actually yeah. interesting. It was almost like she has a complete disregard for his shoe business. She doesn't care mm-hmm. about his shoe business. She wants those Jimmy Choo's. Like, oh, those right. are my shoes. Right. Um, yeah, I can't stand her. And even the actress they got to play her, every time I look at her, I'm like, nah. I'm just like, don't like you. <laughs> She's like, you're Christopher. I know. She's probably a very lovely woman. But. Well, I liked it when when Lola and what's the other girl's name? The the one that works in the factory, Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Are sitting in the in the shoe shop and they're like yeah. talking about people and, and oh shiny yet stayed and then yeah. they turn around the corner and they just giggle and laugh and I was yeah. like yeah that's about perfect I love it. you know I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the um, when they did the arm wrestling. Because we know that he had been a boxer and a bodybuilder, and yeah. he's he's going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And so he goes up against Don to arm wrestle, and, and, you know, he lets Don take him halfway down, and then he goes and gets Don almost to the platform, and then he gives up yeah. and lets Don win. Yeah. And it was just like, 
Wow. And I loved what he said because it was like, I didn't want you to have to go back to the factory and not have your your coworkers respect anymore because mm-hmm. you lost. Right. Yeah. Only one you of us should have to feel too. that. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can see it. He's watching Nick yeah. Frost's face and yep. how hard Don is trying for this and how much he wants this. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, really, I don't care that much. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean with this movie. I feel like there are those, there's so many of those moments where, Mm -hmm. like you said, you can see it in his face. Like, you're like, you see that moment, that exact moment. It's like, no, I'm going to let him win. And it's just, for me, like, there's just, I I don't know. That's what that movie, this movie's about for me, is just watching all those interactions. Well, for me, it's the, it's the, it's the guy, the one closest to the father's age, the older man. Oh, I love that. Guy, well, he's yeah, giving the yeah. thumbs up and stuff. He's yeah. like, okay, your father's not here anymore. We're making yeah. <laughs> apparel for transvestites. Let's do it. I know. Let's do this thing. Well, and it was his idea. Yeah. Know, he's like, a steel shank. Right. Steel yeah. shank. Put the shank in there. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, and I got a kick out of the landlady. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was, yes. I, I have to ask you, are you a man? And you you could just see you, his whole being fell because he's like, I'm going to get kicked out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like. Yeah, and and I you I really appreciated that he didn't go for the lie. Yeah, he admitted it. He, yeah, he owned him, you know what he was, and and which is what the character would have done. But I just thought, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, okay, I just wanted to know whether or not to leave the seat. I know. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get some biscuits. Like she, she was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's in this small little town. He's like, of course, I'm just gonna be. You know, people are just going to not be tolerant wherever I go. And now you have this older woman, and people tend to think of an older generation as being the ones who are kind of who are intolerant. stuck in the mud. And she's just like, oh, that's fine. I, you know, she doesn't care. Well, the, the entire yeah. premise of the movie is just, it, it, it sounds ridiculous when you think about it. It's like he runs into a drag queen in an alley, yeah. and she knocks him out with her shoe. Or was the, or the yeah, ramp or was the boot no, when was she was boot. flipping the boot? And all of a sudden now he just, he, like, when, when he's talking to, um, uh, blanking on the, uh, Lauren. L- Lauren's name, when Lauren says that, he's like, wait a minute, I know a transvestite, I know a drag like she's the all he's the only drag queen in the world. I need you to come work at my shoe factory because because you're a yeah. drag queen. Like there's no one closer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't have drag queens. Well, I loved Canada. Lola's reaction to the boots. To the first boot. <laughs> <laughs> they were maroon cowboy boots. Is what they were. Oh. <laughs> maroon. No. No, burgundy. Red. Or burgundy. burgundy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did he say burgundy was? Burgundy. Burgundy's the color of, like, hot water bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're comfortable. I know, they're comfy. Well, he's so proud of it, too. And if I you know. notice, he, like, tapes two bo- two shoeboxes together yeah. to fit it. Like, that's how high tech we are. I know. I, that's got to be one of the funniest scenes. He's like, sex shouldn't be comfy. And that woman's like, oh, good. I thought it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. <laughs> to be fair, it was the brightest shade he had in his. Well, that yeah, color. I don't think he had the right uh, the right colors, but yeah, the heel like it's just so clunky. Yeah, just a square heel. <laughs> so bad. Well, support your weight. Yeah. It'll work. But you know, yeah, it's not what she's going for. Love this it. Is not sex. <laughs> think sex. <sighs> this is a very good movie. Does anyone have any um, other thoughts on? I'm slightly sad that I read um, Roger Ebert's review before I watched it, uh, because there are things that I might not have noticed otherwise. Like what? Mm-hmm. But um, I mostly agree with it. He sort of said that 
Uh, Lola is a great character and was really well acted and brought to life and yeah. was not like the stereotypical uh, gay guy or a, a woman stuck in a man's body or what was right. Lola was just a drag queen. Lola yeah. was Lola. Right. And did really well at it. Um, but was basically surrounded by formula because it, it's, it does follow a fairly predictable pattern. It's like, it is, oh no, he's yeah. going to lose the factory. Of course he doesn't lose the factory. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh look, everything's going well. Gotta have some complications. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, a lot. A lot of critics really slammed it. I, I did some research later. Slammed it for being the traditional like formulaic Britcom story. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm glad. I'm glad it was um, because I think if in the end like everything had fallen apart for him, mm-hmm. I would not have walked away from that movie as happy. Like, yeah, it yeah. To yeah. I think. Yeah. It, I think in a way the formula helped it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like being, you know, I don't want to say I expected that ending, but I kind of expected that ending, and I'm glad I got it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't want to slam the movie for it, but it, there is some truth to it being relatively formulaic. I mean, sometimes, like you say formulaic, I can say even like sometimes like cheesy Saturday afternoon movies that you watch. Like sometimes. I don't you, think it's cheesy. But sometimes, like, here's the deal. Like, like I told you, every time I walk to my mother's, she's watching a movie with Cam- Candace Cameron and Alan oh, Thicke. And I, can't, I don't know if it's the same movie, but I think they just got signed to do a deal of ten of them and they all have the same <laughs> block. But it's like, there's all there's so many movies that just follow that traditional formula, you know, bride and groom are going to get married, mother-in-law intervenes, they break up, she gets them back together, they have a happy marriage. Like, th- there's movies that just follow that standard pattern, but like, this is a movie about a shoe factory in northern England making drag queen shoes. Like, mm-hmm. it's different enough from the formula that even if it follows mm-hmm. the, 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 the standard storyline, it works. I think if it was a story about, you know, a love interest or so, if it was just like a generic story and it followed the same formula, it would be, you know, a joke. But the fact that it's got such a unique plot line, I think it can afford to be. Well, it's, I don't formulated. even think it's just that. I think, like, the, beyond just the actual story, I mean, any, any story that, to me, like, where the central focus is people having a preconception about something and then realizing that, n- not that they're wrong, but that it's a preconception they don't need to have. Right. And that they just, mm-hmm. they open themselves up to something new and they change for the better. Whenever that's sort of like the central point of the, of something, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. appeals to me because I like seeing characters change. I don't like seeing characters be the same at the beginning of the movie as they are at the end because there's no, there's just no character development. It's not interesting to watch. Right. They need to grow. Right. And, um, right. you know, everyone, really probably everyone, except maybe Lauren, cause she was great right from the beginning. She's probably not terribly different at the end, but really everybody else is, you know, They've all been, they've all had like their, their own thoughts challenged and they've changed. In memo to Lauren, um, sometimes in life you're going to think that the guy you know told his fiance that he mortgaged the house. Oh. <laughs> Don't yeah. say it unless she brings it up first. Yeah. Well, you well, know, she, she was trying to break him up. Too. I know, you're That's right. Maybe she true. was. Maybe she was trying to break Did him. she look shocked? I don't remember her looking, oh. Yeah. Maybe that's actually true. But the thing is, I mean, he didn't. That happened twice to the. Charlie really didn't tell her anything that that he was doing. She didn't even know he was making those boots. So really, it's not. I'm the one designing the boots. (laughs) It's not like their communication was great. 
So I have a question. I know that we should be wrapping up, but because um, that there is a couple times I got pulled away from yep. actually the movie, so I, I missed bits and pieces. So my understanding is that they broke up as a couple the night where they shoot the they're at the factory and all that stuff and blah, blah. I would think so. Okay, so then why like then they have like this whole dramatic thing of oh and the yeah being at the restaurant, the restaurant. so yeah. it's like. So it's like, wait a minute, I'm so confused. I thought they were done. Why, why, well, why? yeah. I, and I, I, and I get that it was more, I get that it was more. Okay. Well, I was gonna say, I get that it was more about him feeling like, like the awkwardness mm. of like the fact that she, he, he, she left him and now she's, he's having a business meeting with a man who dresses like a woman. Right. And, yeah. And causes a lot of attention to him, yep. them as in that restaurant. So, I mean, that's what probably was the, with the class. Uh, yeah, the stuff. I mean. But it was just, I was kind of confused. It was like, wait a minute. Why would he, I mean, I get that it'd be kind of horrible. Like if you broke up with someone, broke up with you and you later found out that they were cheating on you with somebody. But like at the same time, if they're technically broken up, then. I think it could also be like, if you're engaged, so they're not just together. They were engaged. They're engaged. I mean, so, and they're planning a wedding. So if you're engaged to someone and you have kind of a knockdown drag out fight, Okay. And then you find out that pretty much it's the next night she's on a date with someone else already. Don't you think you'd feel yeah. a little bit down? You'd be like, damn, also, she's already out on a date with someone else. We just had one fight. When he gave her the shoe back, it seemed like they were at home. Like yeah, they yeah, they were. Oh, they were. Well, again, it was like the next day. Right. So it's right. not like, I don't think yeah. they officially broke up. They broke up at I the think they uh, just had a big fight. Big fight. And then she went out with that other guy. Hmm. And then he found the shoe and he was like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess it is really over. Because, you know, he was so wrapped up in the factory and what was going on that he was basically ignoring her. He wasn't giving her any information. Well, what are you? I think it was because he was trying to, he knew how she felt about the factory and he was trying to kind of protect her and buffer it. It, yeah, mm. and, and I so, think he was almost wanting to present it as a thing too, like, yeah. "Hey, look, I saved the factory. Here I it is. I saved the factory, yeah. and here it is, and here's the, we have all this money now, and I can afford to buy you the Jimmy Choo's, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. it that was a little awkward that whole sequence of things, um, and the the bit that felt like. Um, I don't know if it's really a concession to formula because he was really upset and people don't think clearly when they're upset. But the bit that had me kind of uh, shaking my fist at him was Mm. when he's, you know, going off on Lola slash Simon about things and doesn't mention, oh, hey, I'm upset because this Yeah, I know. I know. You know. Yeah. Why not at least justify yourself a little bit and then maybe some of the... um, down things like not bringing mm. your main people to Milan would not happen. The <laughs> only thing is true, like when I when they were having that scene outside, when he's he you know he looks at her and he says you know standing there in front of me dressed like you are, you look like the worst of both sexes. It's almost like this. As soon as he says it, he gets this look on his face like, oh crap, like I <laughs> I went too far. I shouldn't have said that, and I'm sure he probably felt that way. But yeah, you're right. It's like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just say, listen? My crappy fiance there just, I just, she's here on a yeah. date with somebody else. I'm upset. Can we just not do this? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it had to be, dra- it had to be, it had to be dramatic. <laughs> no, he did because she had the shoe and he mm-hmm. saw the guy in the, in the bathroom. So he, he probably put two and two yeah, together. Like, like, oh, they're right. here together. Well, That's why he was upset was like, and went off on her. Go, because ah, he figured you know, that out. Yeah. 
just ran out of Since there. the guy awkwardly ran out of the urinal without washing his hands. Like, he just booked it. <laughs> Let's go! Like, get out of here! <laughs> always, always busy with business. So I gotta go. Yeah. Business, business. And then he probably pulled her by the hand. I'm like, you just touched his pee-pee. That's gross. <laughs> but anyway, that's why you wash your hands. Great. Um, because pee-pees are gross. Well, I meant like the actual uh, urine. I meant the urine. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. I hope, yeah. I hope they weren't playing with that in the restaurant. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no. Because it brought up the pee-pees. I'm just saying. I did not. Danielle did. I meant as in, like, the urine, yeah, people. Yeah. You're taking it too far. <laughs> I, okay, I don't know about you. Side point. But, because so Scott and Ryan. Yes. When you urinate into a urinal, uh-huh. do you find yourself touching the urinal? <laughs> I personally do not. Um, doesn't, doesn't usually happen. No, it's also no. awkward, and I have no idea why I'm going off in this one. Urine, like chatting while okay. at the urinal. That's weird, it, right? There Is that are certain weird? Man laws that exist that are unwritten and just understand understood by Unless each there is man. no space. No. go at least one urinal. I have to urinal. share. I have to share. The, no, I have. A, I, I have a story. I have a urinal oh, story. God. Oh boy. No, I have a urinal story. In my office, there is a single urinal. And the thing is, one? There, there's the one, whole office? there's one urinal for the entire office. What? Now the other thing is, the, the men's room and the ladies' room are next to each other. When the, when the office was constructed, they put the wrong doors on the wrong rooms, so that it's supposed to open facing the wall. It opens facing the urinal. So when you open the door, if someone's talking to someone in the hallway and they open the bathroom door, you can see ladies are walking by. There's a guy here, and then they, they didn't even have the urinal shield up in the beginning. Oh my god! It, it, so it, it's horrific. So in my office, there's 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 been some office politics in the last few days. So everyone's trying to figure out, you know, what's going on now. Has anyone heard anything? Has you have you heard about that? So I'm I'm in I'm in the, the the men's room and I'm walking out and there's a fellow coworker at the urinal. And he's like, I heard, I heard what's going on. And he's like telling me, but I can't hear him because I don't want to get in too close because he's at the urinal. And like Scott said, you, you give a urinal buffer. And then he's flushing while he's naming names. But I can't get in too close because now you don't want to get in too close because the buffer. Mm-hmm. So then I came out and I'm like, well, I heard, I heard this is what's going on. And they're like, well, what about, was it this? I'm like, I don't know. He was at the urinal and it wasn't conducive to asking follow up questions. Mm. So I so I have incomplete information. It's actually funny. As Kenzo was saying goodbye tonight, I, I got an email with more exact information confirming the urinal story is correct. But it was like I can't get any closer. There was a urinal involved. It's frightening. Yeah, I there's just, just, there's just this, go to uh, urinals. I've never really learned how to do that, so I just go in the stall. Yeah, I'm a stall guy. Why not? <laughs> well, there there is a, a pretty fun um, John Barrowman urinal story though that oh, I heard. <laughs> Where he was in using the urinal and there was somebody next to him and, and I think the guy was there first and John just went in, you know, came in second. Mm-hmm. And as the guy is going, the guy realizes that John Barrowman is next Berman. to him. Mm-hmm. And then, and he's just like, and then he like skips out of the urinal going, John Barrowman looked at my wiener. Ah! And he, he goes running out of the urinal because he, you know, thinks it's really funny. And the bodyguard that was supposedly protecting John looked over at him and was like, really? And John's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then waltzes out too or something uh, something like that. I saw it on one of his, his shows. But apparently he uh, made the guy's day. 
That's funny. <laughs> so thank you for listening to Point of View Weekly. Tonight's episode was brought to you by Urinal Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in the closing now. Okay, go for it. Oh, am I doing the whole thing? Oh, well, I don't know. You, you stole the intro from me, so I figure you might as well do the the closing too. And thank you for listening to Point of View Weekly. I've been Ryan. I'm Bob. <laughs> I'm Danielle. I'm Scott. And I'm Sue. And this has been broadcast from Fargo, North Dakota. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> it really hasn't. It really hasn't. They, they don't even have Mount Rushmore. They just have a lot of trees. Mm. And are you going to finish? I forget what comes next. Are you going to get? Are you going to give us uh, blue balls? I I prefer not oh. to do that if at all possible. But uh, what what comes next? Good night, far- everyone. Good night. Bye. So difficult. Good night. Guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye. I love it. What comes next? Um, say goodnight. I'm like, I'm like, did I say that? Did I say that? No, no. I didn't. You're like, and we're from North Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> I answered with Fargo, North Dakota. That's awesome. That's okay. Nobody ever introduced me in the show, so. I thought we did. Oh, snap. At least I always introduced <laughs> you. Hey, that somebody would be Ryan. Uh, well, you know, Bob came and then Kessa came. Well, Bob had to take a call from Obama. Oh.